Welcome back to Aliyah Yami. Today we're going to be learning Va'era Sheni, the second Aliyah in Parshas Va'era. The topic of Va'era Aliyah is the family tree. It is 15 seconds long, running from Perek Vov, Pasuk Yudalat to Chavches. Let's take a look at the brief overview and then some points to ponder. So we now hear a family line. We hear about the heads of each of the houses of the children of Ruven. First Ruven, he has Chanuch, Palu, Chetron, Karmi. And then we hear about the children of Shimon, Yemuel, Yamin, Ohad, Yachin, Tzachar, Shaul, Ben Akranis. And that's Shimon. So we hear sort of a general summary of the main of the main children who's formed the head of each of the divisions of that family. And then we have the children of Levi, Gershon, Kahas, Merari. And then we hear that, that Levi lives 130 years. And uh, we hear about the children of Gershon, Livni and Shimi. Then we hear about the children of Kahas, Amram, Yisar, and, and Hebron, Uziel. Then we hear that Kahas lives, lived um, um, 133 years. Then we hear about the children of Merari, Machli, and Mushi. And then we hear about um, all, all the different parts of the family. We hear about Yocheved, the Yocheved who is married by Amram. Amram, she is actually his aunt. And they have Aaron, Moshe, um, as as children, which is mentioning just the two of them right now, and we hear about how long he lives as well, which is um, 137 years. Then we hear about Yitzar, Korach, Nefeg, and Zichri, and the various other children in the family. We hear about that Aaron marries Elisheva. She's the daughter of ba- um, Aminadav. She's the sister of Nachshon. And they have Nadav and Avihu, Elazar and Itamar, and we hear about the children of Korach, and we hear about various other people in the family. Um, Elazar, the children, son of of Aaron, marries um, the one of the daughters of Putiel, and has Pinchas. And uh, we then hear about Moshe and Aaron, who are going to present themselves in front of Paro Melech Mizraim, who Moshe and Aaron, they are going to be the, the, the speakers and the prophets in front of um, Paro. So it's very interesting. There seems to be a little bit of a diversion. We're in the middle of the story now. Now we get a little bit of a backdrop into the story. So a few basic questions. First is, why, just on a more technical note, why is that we need to hear that Elisheva is the sister of Nachshon? Is that relevant to our understanding of the story? So Rashi says, quoting the Quran of Basra, that um, it's a, a person needs to check with the brother, or, or not with the brothers, but about the brothers. Look at the sibling is a is a, certainly a brother is a indicator of the type of shidduch that one once would like to marry. So therefore, one, it's important to check out the, to, to to look at the brothers. The Haimek Dover actually says that it's more than that. It's the family is part of the equation when it comes to marrying somebody. So it's not just about. The person themselves. But the bigger question for Aliyah is not this technical question, but rather is why do we need to have the family tree here? I mean, here we hear about a little bit about Ruven and a little bit about Shimon, more details about Levi, and then nothing else about the other tribes afterwards. And then we get back to the story in the next Aliyah. So what, what's really going on over here? So Rashi explains there's two reasons why we need this. Yeah, number one is, is it gives context for Moshe and Aaron. Meaning to say, we just talked about how Moshe and Aaron are the leaders. So before we're about to talk about that, let's talk about where they come from. So therefore, that's why we sort of skip over Reuven and Shimon to really get to Levi in order to understand the context in which they are born. The Psikta, as Rashi quotes, it says, well, this is also to reinstate the fact that the three children of Yaakov, who got a rather negative rap when it came to the brachos, the end of Parshas Vayechi, were Reuven, Shimon, and Levi. So they are being reconstituted over here to in, in show that to show the Shechashuvim that they are important, as the Psikta explains. Rav Hirsch has a different take on this, and he says that you see from here two very important lessons. Lesson number one is that when you have a great leader, Sometimes after they die, they become deities. They become seen as demigods. Um, 
And that means to say the way he describes it to quote is the following. Right from the earliest of times it has happened that men who are outstanding benefactors to their people after the death divested of their human image and because their godlike feats were invested with a divine origin. We all know a certain Jew in later times whose genealogical record was not available and it was because it was not available and because he brought people a few sparks of light borrowed from the man or even from the man Moshe, he came to be considered by nations begotten of God. To doubt his divinity became a capital crime. We know what he's talking about, the birth of Christianity. So what Rav Hirsch says is that the Torah is very careful to emphasize before this meteoric rise of these two leaders, the Torah is very careful to emphasize their human origin to limit the scope of that type of thought and that type of conspiracy. However, there's another extreme which the Torah is also avoiding over here, and Orachim collaborates with this as well, as Rav Hirsch says it, and that is that also at the same time, great leaders do not suddenly just happen. They come from a tree. The apple does not fall too far from that tree. There has to be a family, a lineage, a culture, a direction, and they're born into that. It doesn't just happen by itself. That's what's being described over here. So to understand who Moshe and Aaron are, you need to know their families to appreciate the perspective of who they are. Finally, one last point over here is that you'll notice in the Aliyah that there is a description of Aaron and Moshe in reverse. If you look at Pasuk Chavov and Chavzain, it describes who Aharon u Moshe, this is Aaron and Moses. And then the end of the Pasuk Chavzain says who Moshe of Aaron, it is Moses and Aaron, switching their order. So what is, do we make of that? Rashi makes a very fascinating co comment to say that it, because of the switching of direction of their order, it says Lomar Sheshkulin Ka'achar, they are weighed as one. Which is a little strange because, you know, Lahavdil, you know, the Chicago Bulls were an unbeatable team, but that's... They had a Michael Jordan. So Lahavdil, you know, Moshe Rabbeinu is the greatest prophet ever to have lived. So to say that they're equal is a very nice, you know, um, gesture. But in the end of the day, they, they aren't equal. So Rav Moshe Feinstein says in the Darash Moshe on the, the Torah that, in fact, it's to show that they were equal in reaching their potential. They had different potentials. Moshe had a different ladder and a higher ladder to climb, but they all both reached their potentials. Perhaps it's even more than that. Rav Ruvlin, of Avram Ruvlin has a very beautiful point of here. And if you look at the Pesukim very carefully, in Pesuk Chavav, where it puts Aaron first, it says, To whom Hashem spoke. So Aaron's put first when it talks about Hashem speaking. But the end of Pesuk Chavzayin, it is, They are the ones who speak to Pharaoh. In that case, it puts Moshe first. Who? Moshe va Aaron. Which is actually the opposite of where their strengths lay. Because Aaron was the spokesman Moshe was the prophet. But when it came to prophecy, Aaron's put first. And when it comes to spokesman, when it comes to who's the orator, it puts Moshe first. Real, with the, the realization, therefore, that they each had that they were indispensable to one another. The only way they could succeed was with each other. And they recognized that. They emphasized each other and their need for each other in the way that they led. This is leadership. It's not about ego. It's not about who gets the credentials. It's about respecting each of the other for their strengths and where they belonged in relationship to those strengths. That is Moshe and Aaron. That is Aaron and Moshe. With this, we close the second Ali. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful.